name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dear friend, a woman, when she is in labor, hath sorrow, because her hour is come. But when she hath brought forth the child, she remembereth no more the anguish, for joy that a man is born into the world. Our Lord uses this image at the Last Supper to speak to the disciples of his coming passion and resurrection. At this moment, our Lord promises to send the Holy Ghost, but also prepares his disciples for what is to come to pass. He, the God-man, is about to become the man of sorrows, as foretold by the prophet Isaiah. He would be wounded for our iniquities, he would be bruised for our sins, and by his stripes we would be healed. As St. Paul said, Christ, this man of sorrows, was made sin for us, that is, the victim for sin, in order that we might be redeemed from our sins and strengthened in our sorrows. We know well that the sorrows of here below are ultimately one of the consequences of original sin. In Genesis, God tells Eve, after she had eaten the forbidden fruit, I will multiply thy sorrows and thy conceptions. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children. His punishment will become the lot of all mothers. This remains the case, as with all the infirmities both men and women must endure in this life, because although the fault of original sin is removed at baptism, its effects on our nature, suffering and sorrow remain. But instead of asking why we must suffer, we should praise the wisdom of God's providence. Because if we must still suffer in this life, we as Catholics can suffer gloriously in union with Christ, who rewards a hundredfold even the smallest suffering offered up to him, as St. Paul would tell us. If we suffer with him, we may be also glorified with him. For I reckon that the sufferings of this time are not worthy to be compared to the glory to come that shall be revealed in us. If we needed any convincing, then look to the cross and to our blessed Mother Mary at Innsbruck. Although Our Lady, who was preserved from original sin from the very moment of her conception, was also fittingly free of the pains of childbirth, as taught by the Church Fathers, she was also predestined from all eternity to be the new Eve, who is to stand sorrowfully by the new Adam at the tree of the cross, where the church was born from the pierced side of Christ. This is where Our Lady became mother of the church through intense suffering and sorrow, which were all the more acute because she, being without sin, understood all the more the gravity and ugliness our sins that her divine Son took upon himself. But Mary never once blenched in the face of suffering, and as she joyfully gave her fiat at the Annunciation to become Mother of God, so now she gives her fiat to become the Sorrowful Mother at the Cross. This is where Mary, through suffering, became our Mother, Mother of the Church, and in a special model 
for Christian homes. Today on Mother's Day, we honor our mothers who gave us birth in this valley of tears and raised us in the fear of God, the valiant women as spoken of in the Proverbs. Our mothers who gave us life and carried us to the church to receive supernatural life. Our mothers who showed us virtue by their example. Our mothers who sanctify us, purify us, correct us, guide us, pray for us, and protect us. Motherhood, as the natural perfection of womanhood, is under such diabolical attack today that being a mother today is all the more heroic. It has become obvious how much the devil and his agents hate mothers, and why he seeks to destroy motherhood by attacking the sanctity of unborn life, the sanctity of marriage between one man and one woman, and the sanctity of the mother as the heart of the Christian family. This should come as no surprise. The devil hates mothers because it was a mother that doomed him when she said yes become the mother of the Messiah. The enmity between the woman and the serpent that began in Genesis ends with defeat for the devil and victory for our Blessed Lady. The obedience of Our Lady at the Annunciation undid the knot of Eve's disobedience in the garden. The humility of Our Lady earned her the grace of the Divine Motherhood and of Mother of us all. She is thus the perfect model for all Catholic mothers who bring forth and raise Catholic, Catholic children for the kingdom of heaven. Catholic motherhood is indeed a great grace for the church. As a certain cardinal once said, a mother builds something more magnificent than any cathedral. She builds a dwelling for an immortal soul. The angels themselves have not been blessed with such a grace. They cannot share in God's creative miracle to bring new saints to heaven. Only a human mother can. Mothers are closer to God the Creator than any other creature. To be a mother must be at times joyful and many other times sorrowful. But to be a Catholic mother who devotes her life to the salvation of her children is always glorious. We should therefore always honor and praise our mothers as they marry. We should invoke the great saints who are shining examples of motherhood, especially our patroness, St. Gianna, who sacrificed her life for the life of her children, St. Monica, who brought her prodigal son, Augustine, back to the church through her, her tears and prayers, and St. Therese of the Child Jesus, who became a great saint and a spiritual mother for her little novice sisters and even for a miserable criminal in the death row who received the grace of conversion before his execution, thanks to her prayers. Let us not forget the many women religious to whom we owe many graces obtained through their prayers and intercession and imitation of our Blessed Mother. To conclude, let us ask our sorrowful mother to teach us how to suffer. If we truly understand the redemptive value of suffering, we will rejoice every time the good Lord asks us to suffer. Let us learn from our Blessed Mother 
as we ask her, as we do in the sequence Sabbath Mater, let me share with you his pain, who for all our sins was slain. Let us frequently ask our Blessed Mother to live a good and holy life and for the grace of a happy death. When the hour of death comes for each one of us, let us implore our Lord, Christ, when you shall call me hence, be your mother, my defense. Finally, let us ask St. Joseph, guardian of the Blessed Mother, to intercede for all of us children of Mary, and to bring all our mothers, our fathers, our families, our fellow countrymen, and our church militant safely home to the mansions of the Lord where there will be no more weeping and no more pain. Just as the woman who remembers no more her anguish when a man is born into the world, so the faithful Christian man born anew into eternal life will be the greatest joy of Our Lady and of Holy Mother Church triumphant. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. <laughs>